Welcome everyone to episode six. Hello. Hello. You are with Soren Pair. Why not together? And uh, just as a reminder right up front, of course, you can always find us on our YouTube channel, Soren Pair, S-O-R-E-N-P-A-I-R, and subscribe. That way you'll get the notice when we upload our new videos. Although it will be every Sunday night we plan to do this. And then, of course, in the podcast world where you just hear our voices, um, we are on iTunes, we are on Spotify, Stitcher, Podchaser, and expanding there. So you're welcome to listen to us and follow us on any one of those podcast platforms, mm -hmm. as well as our YouTube channel. <laughs> so welcome to the latest episode. We are excited. excited. Episode six. I know. Yes. I'm it just hard to believe it's just going by real fast that means we've done one through five already right <laughs> that's kind of how it works yes okay <laughs> you can always count on us anyway oh. a little pun at the beginning He's, yeah you, you're jumping ahead i know i know i just can't help myself <laughs> so before we get into our theme this week I, I let's talk a little bit about our week i think it was a very interesting week it was it yeah. was a busy week yeah. Yeah. It really, really was. Um, well, why don't why don't you start? Yeah. Let me. I think something evolved as a lot of you may have <clears throat> seen on Facebook, and you can go to our Facebook page, Soren Pair. By the way, I wanted to mention that as well. Um, friend us on the Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Sandy and I are posting things um, every almost every day. Yeah, every day. And of course, yeah. posting the episodes when they come out. Exactly. Yeah, trying to keep up there. But if you want to watch the Facebook Live piano concert that I did in our living room um, on April 18th, it's still on Soren Pear yep. Facebook page as well as Jim Sorensen. But um, something that kind of came out of that, we also joined the next door app in our neighborhood, which is North Phoenix Tatum Highlands. And that's interesting. I mean, we hadn't done that before. And Wish we'd done it sooner, you know, honestly. What's fascinating to me is we've been here almost five years, and I think the last two weeks we have met and talked to yeah. more neighbors yeah. than we had the previous ironic, four right? and a half years. It's so ironic. I know. I, I wish we had done it sooner. I, I really do, because um, we've met so many neat people I know. through that app and through your concert. Well, and, and one of the symbolic things mm -hmm. we did, we always had these blinds on our big front window. We pulled the blinds up, and we're leaving them up. Yep. And we For have, now, it's yes. too hot. <laughs> well, and um, the window's been opening every night, and I decided, I think, at some point this week with you that why not play a little bit every night when it gets, yeah. when it, when the sun is starting to go down. A lot of people are walking by, and so we posted on, in next door that, hey, if you walk by the Sorensons, um, you'll be hearing some piano music with the window open, you know, at dusk every night. Well, yeah, and what kind of prompted that, too, was... I'd go out to the store, come back, and there'd be people standing out front or sitting in the rocks out front listening. And um, it's like, yeah. you know what, why not open it up? Let people know. Right. Welcome to, to hang out and listen anytime. It's great. I love it. I, I know, it, 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 and I hear random clapping once in a while. I'm like, oh, You're somebody's yelling. out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, one, everybody. <laughs> one neighbor stopped me, Jean, on the corner, and, and she was talking to me. She she told her husband, oh my goodness, from their house, 
three houses down. I hear the piano playing. Let me grab the dog. I need to take a walk Time now. to take a walk. <laughs> so it, it's been really fun allowing that medium and, and just symbolically opening our window, opening the blinds, and connecting with our neighbors has Getting been... Getting to know people. Yeah. And it's just ironic to me that it took a lockdown with social distancing to bring us all together, which is really what it was intended to do. Yes. So, score, you know? Yeah, it's just, it's just amazing. A lot, of, a lot of nice people around. And so that's been one thing this week. Another thing that we've done that we started doing, which you and I are not morning people. No. At all. No. And so, um, and you can go into this a little later, but we've been doing like a, a grounding exercise. We've been yes. spending more time in the grass. We've actually walked on the grass on our bare feet. Yes, um, we're doing polarity exercises, grounding exercises each morning outside, um, smelling the roses and just really connecting to the earth and, and getting our feet under us in a really good way. It kind of sets the tone for the whole day. So it's excellent. It really has helped. Um, and I think since we both work at home and we have a break, we tend to, even if it's hot, we tend to go outside Mm-hmm. And I see you out there spraying the, the backyard. On break. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I'll just go out mm-hmm. and um, just take a moment because we have nice patio furniture and just, you know, reconnect yes. and, and ground, as you say. So Watch um, the hummingbirds and just, yeah, disconnect from the computer and work and all the have-tos and reconnect to nature into ourselves and just bringing the two together as one is so it just helps you shake off the chaos of the work day right and my work has never been more chaotic or busy and and instead of me taking a commute down the freeway in traffic Mm -hmm. now my commute is well of course going down the stairs but before I turn on the computer and we, we also go outside um, I sit down and take a quiet moment, you know, to meditate and to center myself. Every day. And it has just helped mm-hmm. me, I think, stay um, centered or at least not allow my stress mm-hmm. to get sucked into, you know, everybody else is feeling it. And, and, and so for me, it allows me to stay in a place where I can think clear, where I can prioritize. And one thing at a time, I keep totally. telling my staff. There's one starfish at a time, one claimant at a time that we can help, and that's the one we're going to do right now. And even if there's 100,000 others on the beach, mm-hmm. you know, it's throwing that starfish back in and helping that one person or at least giving them the best service that we can. And with that kind of attitude, you know, I, I think we'll make, you know, a dent, a difference. Isn't that how you eat an elephant? One yeah. bite at a time? Yeah, but... I don't eat elephants. I don't, don't? Eat, I don't eat elephants, so I'm just saying. I, I'm we're, like, I'm wearing it for those in the podcast. I'm wearing an elephant shirt, and she just said, <laughs> "That's how you eat an elephant." And I'm sitting here going, "Wait a second. <laughs> good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I thought that was funny. Yeah, but you know that's a good point about the meditation. Um, I usually do mine at night, and I should probably switch up that practice and do it either in the maybe in the middle of the day or in the morning I'm not sure 
but I need to revisit that one myself because um, I do it at night and that's not always the best time for me because then I'm kind of brain dead from the day and falling asleep maybe so right maybe in the morning just whatever works for for you I guess try it out and see what works it's true but I think you and I even before this whole thing started we used to talk about the fact that our necks would be hurting our eyes would because we'd be staring at computers all day yes then we'd stare at our phones you know if or the not, TV or, or the, and then watch TV all night and then wonder why our necks were kinked and our eyes and then were I'm bloody. reading a book <laughs> and then you're reading a book yeah so yeah. I mean it's taking that these breaks standing up and stretching and and, and those getting the shoulders back yeah um, that's one thing I've been taught just from working at home on a computer for three years right is just um, you know bringing your shoulders back I feel like, like this I and do touching this your touching your shoulder blades together wow. and then relax and bringing them back again really opens it up because um, I've had a lot of people at work. Uh, patients calling in a lot of people are telling me that they're having the same problem should I stop now yeah you can stop now. <laughs> we must, we must. <laughs> yes so okay never mind <laughs> <laughs> no and I will talk a little more about I think um, in the details about your polarity grounding but yes. um, so I think it's really interesting and and I'm gonna let you take this sort of what this week is happening on a world scale and in, in individual lives. And Before we get into that, I would like to, to talk about Coco. Oh, that's right. We almost forgot. Yeah. Um, thank you, everybody. You guys have all been so sweet. All the prayers and uh, support and just kindness that the outpouring for our Coco being. She's sleeping over here. And for those of you who don't know Coco Bean, she is our 14-year-old Havanese dog that got really, really sick this week. So those that weren't following yeah. on our Facebook page, we took her to the ER. We were pretty scared because she was acting. You know, she's she was old. very lethargic. She was acting like a doorstop. Yeah, and she couldn't yeah. walk on the paw. She couldn't walk. She All did, four legs were like rubber. And yeah. she wouldn't eat her favorite food, which is a huge alarm. That was the, the first tell for me. Yes. Yeah. But um, yeah, we she had a lot of things going on. Uh, she's got this mastitis on her foot, and then her teeth are bad. And she, you know, she's an older lady. <laughs> Ninety-eight in human years. Yeah, she's she's earned it. But um, yeah, she's doing much better. She's on antibiotics and gabapentin now, and it really seems to be making a difference. She's back to her spunky, happy oh, yeah, it's been self. Great. It's makes me so happy. Appreciate the 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 vet ER and the vet the next day, and everybody was great. Yes, so great. So thank you for all so, the well wishes on our Facebook page and yeah, and, and all that because she is really yeah. A lot of people were asking, well, what's going on with Coco and. I had to go back into work, so um, that's what's going on. She's fine. <laughs> yes, so thank you. She's a very important part of our family. Yes, she is. So, um, <clears throat> what were we talking about the we're week? Gonna, we're going to talk about the, the COVID and how it's affecting, so we're going to go into that now. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah, you and I have had our own challenges this week, first Absolutely. off, right? True. Uh, COVID, as this continues and evolves, devolves, um, 
it's affecting everyone and everyone has their highs and lows with this. Um, even if I think we've done pretty well all in all, even if you're one of those people who is normally on a high and doing okay and you know this was all made for me kind of thing, even those people are having their moments and things are coming up. Um, timing of this was really great. Um, I like to watch podcast with uh, Lee Harris and uh, it's leeharrisenergy.com and if you're interested you can check him out at his um, it's Lee Harris it's the April 2020 energy update and then there's a really good one that's the mid-March update and what he gets into is that everyone exactly what we're saying everyone is experiencing shock and grief or struggle of their own right. on some level. And he lists 10 common things that you will see with the majority of people out in the world. And the two that we are choosing, I'm not gonna go through all of them for you. If you're interested, you can find them. <laughs> right, he's also on YouTube, by the yeah. way, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the two that we're choosing to kind of hone in on are life review and connections and ancestral issues. So with that, I'm going to let Jim start and I'll jump in now and then. I'll interrupt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and the connections is so interesting. I think I mentioned in the previous podcast um, that I had a, a childhood friend had reached out to me. Um, he saw my April 18th piano concert. Um, he he and I haven't seen each other in 45 years mm -hmm. or more, about 45 years. So we were 8, 9, and 10 when we were friends. Just for a few years, then I moved away. Um, but uh, This know, is Scott. This is Scott. Mm -hmm. So it was so interesting because he reached out to me, and we actually had a conversation. We actually had a video chat. And he's in China, I don't even know the name, somewhere in China, trying to get a business going. He's a businessman and um, speaks several languages, including Timing. Mandarin. Timing of yeah. it. It's you just know. Yeah. so interesting. But he and I connected and spoke on the phone for an hour, and it was so interesting. Of course, he called me Jimmy, which I haven't heard since I was a little boy, which is fine. And I called him Scotty. Um, but we reminisced, and he talked about some classmates and there's so many blanks in my childhood but it was fascinating to me to have this seemingly come out of the blue um, and it really you know when when Sandy talks about the issues or the life review um, I haven't really thought of yeah the connections I haven't really thought about my childhood to that extent and um, it really brought this up for me in a big way uh, and um, I, what I noticed myself doing was um, remembering painful memories, uh, remembering a few good memories, but my childhood, without getting into too much detail, um, but my childhood was uh, one of being very, very sheltered. I think we talked about last week. I grew up in a, in a strict religion. Um, I also had older parents that were really two generations 
ahead of me. That's hard in and of itself. Yeah, right? I have my oldest brother and sisters are 18 to 20 years older than me. So my parents were really... So you're like an only child. Right. I did have a sister and brother that were clo closer age to me, but... In a weird way. Yes. Yeah. I, so I was the baby of the family, and, you know, I love my mom, and this isn't anything against my mom, but I think she was trying to hold on to her baby and, um, you know, those apron strings. Yeah. And um, I they, they had me go to school a little early, and I was a very small child, and I don't know what it was, Sandy. I had no concept of... Of, of self-esteem or, barri or barrier between me and the world. So in kindergarten, the art teacher would give me a project to, you know, just here's some crayons, and I would get so scared I would just cry, and they'd have to send me home. Mm -hmm. Didn't make any sense. It was just a fun art project. Back then, too, they didn't really look at kids' maturity level, did they, as much as they do now? Probably not. I mean, this was... On my age, 1969. Even if you're smart, the emotional maturity right. may not match. So interesting. Yes, and um, even a more dramatic example of how, quote, uh, traumatized, traumatized. I was just not adapting. So I'm in first grade. I'm scared to death to go to the boys' room, bathroom. I don't know why. And so I would hold it as long as I could, and then usually in the afternoon, mm. I would pee my pants. There'd be a puddle oh. under my desk. And this happened many, many times, and I got teased all the way through elementary school. I finally, the day I finally went to the boys' bathroom, there was no scary monster there. But my point is, is that all this got brought back to me, not necessarily as Scott was talking about it, but I remembered, and I always thought to myself, why, why was it so difficult for me to adapt and you know and I'm not blaming my parents it's just I was not ready and I was scared of the world and I was scared of the bathroom and scared of kids and and I actually ended up getting bullied a lot um, all the way through junior high I was always shorter than everybody else and I think Scott told me I remember when you were four foot seven I'm like yeah I want so bad to be taller and have hair and be like those cool guys you know yeah. and so I was I was smaller shorter, awkward, I, th I, I did stuff, you know, to sort of shoot myself in the foot. But the point of this, you know, whole COVID thing is all that was brought up, not for me to wallow in, oh, you poor victim of it, but of to look at it differently. Because I think the way, I think if we all look at, you know, our childhood in a way, we don't want to allow our whatever dysfunction in our childhood controls us the rest of our life. But if we ignore it, if we don't, if we stick our head in the sand and don't really pay attention to right. some of those things that have happened when you were, when either, all of us were a small child, then I think it comes out in dysfunctional ways. I completely agree. And I think we mentioned, we kind of alluded to this on a past episode about how when life squeezes you, the stuff that's deep inside that maybe hasn't been dealt with, things you probably forgot about, things you may not even know, come back up in weird ways to be revisited until we deal with them. That's a perfect example, right? It, yeah, it really is. It really is. And I really feel like that scared little boy was haunting me. I, and what I noticed, and I think this is true of anybody, when 
when you're trying something new, you have this kind of, oh, I've tried it before, you know. Right. You know, and I'm, I'm a little, well, that that kind of fear was heightened, was heightened, like, oh, my gosh. So a lot of times it would paralyze me, and I wouldn't try something new simply because of that fear. And my point is, without becoming a self-diagnosed psychologist, is that I really feel that's connected back to those early days when I was traumatized to color or not color or artwork that I never really looked at that as an adult and allowed that to be, you know, right. to, to, to take that inner child that was traumatized and go, you know what, it's okay, little Jimmy. You it, didn't know what normal was expected, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So getting comfortable with that. that I'm sorry, that makes sense. No, no, absolutely. Um, she's my therapist right now today. Yes, so. how does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty darn small. <laughs> no, but I think I think the reason I'm bringing this up is not to get everybody to feel sorry for me, but I, I mean, I really did go through some bullying that, again, my parents really weren't aware of. I would hide it. Um, you know, something Huge else. Gap. Yeah, something else. Um, bless my mom, but I would wear hand-me-down clothes or pants made out of curtains. That didn't help. And no. so, you know, there were a lot of things that, you know, but I will say this to Scott. Thank you for being a good friend. He came in on second or third grade. was a great friend to me. Him and, and my other friend Rick were, were, thank goodness I had a few good friends and didn't yeah. end up, you know, it's a lot It's amazing you turned out well-adjusted, honestly. Well, I, <laughs> it's like... You're so messed up and dysfunctional. <laughs> How the heck did you turn normal? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, explain yourself there. <laughs> well, yeah, you you know, to it's yeah, you've been to be coddled or to be so uncomfortable in your skin as a child, um, you would expect that to perpetuate. Well, and it did but for me. It did for many years, all the way up. I would say to my sophomore slash junior year, I finally started, and and music helped. You know, being able to play the piano and being involved in right. in band in high school and and connecting with people. I think I finally started catching up with the social life that I probably should have had all along. Maybe back in fifth, sixth grade, and junior high. Right. And so that that helped. Um, but yeah, I mean. And then truth be told, I, I even if it doesn't show outwardly, I think what happens when those kind of issues happen, and I'm not saying I had the worst childhood ever. I had a very good childhood and, and a loving family yeah. and many, many good things. But for me, emotionally, I, I felt very traumatized and beat up, especially when my family wasn't there to look out for me. As soon as they you know, closed the door, I would almost hate to go to even Sunday school or go to regular school because I knew that as soon as adults were out, the kids would just start, mm -hmm. and and I would mm -hmm. almost you know put my hands up, you know like a like a you know. So it's interesting because not that Scott's conversation we talked about that, although he talked about his life, very interesting life, and I talked a little bit about mine and how things have happened. We didn't catch up on all of forty five years, but. Um, what a great opportunity to take a step back and look at that again and almost be okay with it because I think in the past I was embarrassed. 
I was embarrassed yeah, about that. Yeah. Um, and um, and I think by stepping back and looking at it and going, you know what? That's just the way it was. This is how I learned my lessons. Good for you. And um, you know that's okay. And and that and that little boy that was embarrassed most of the time he was around friends. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, I can. So it's almost like when you take a look at that, and you don't have to go see a psychologist and analyze it and pick it apart. Just look at it. This is for yeah. me anyway. Look at it, uh, allow it to be, accept it, and then, you know, just kind of gently set it down. Yes. Instead yes. of this torturous and not, feeling. And good for you because you're not looking at it with a um, lens of blame. Because there's such a huge generation gap between you and your parents. And there's things, of course, that all parents, we all know this, us included. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll be another episode yeah, we talk about. That's a whole other episode. Parental or two. challenges. Yes. <laughs> Both our parents and us as parents. Yes. <laughs> Passing on the dysfunction one generation to the next. Well, isn't that true? Don't we <laughs> infuse our dysfunction into our children, our psychoses? Even though we swear we don't want to turn out like our parents. We all swear we're not going to do it, but we all do. And, you know, best of intentions or not, it happens. But especially when there's that huge generation gap and then your brothers and sisters were young adults almost. Right. So you were really kind of like an only child with no siblings to really guide you through that. And I think that's another thing that you didn't have was that as much as you had all the love, you didn't have the guidance to show you. Well, and I think it'd be interesting if they watched this episode, I'd be interested in their reaction. Like, I didn't know you were that traumatized. Yeah. Because when I went home, everything was well, fine. And I was in a, for the most part, a great home, you know, in, in, in almost every aspect. But um, so, you know, you put on, not put on a show, you put on a face, you put on a front. That Isn't I'm okay. That where people pleasing kind of comes in. Absolutely, I'm. I'm like, still working on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can see how easily you could transition <clears throat> from one into the other. So, absolutely. Yes. So I think this is interesting because what this whole crisis has done with, you know, bringing you know whether it's neighborhood or whether it's long lost friends. I, I also wanted to mention. On a side note, on Facebook, I started talking and connecting with an individual in mm. South Africa. Neatest thing. He, his name is Frank, and he has a wife and a little daughter, and he speaks kind of broken English or types broken English. But we've just developed this friendship. Um, Beautiful and, family. And, you know, he does Bible study every night, I think, with his friends, but... To listen to what's going on in South Africa, and I haven't read in the news, but he's basically saying the president is telling all of them, nobody can work till the end of May. So nobody is working. Nobody's getting any benefit. They're running out they're of food. They're not getting paid when they're not working. No. So, I no, mean. No stipend there. Right. 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 And so <clears throat> to be able to connect with somebody, first of all, my friend in who's now in China, a childhood friend, and then to connect with this stranger who's turning into a friend. Um, in South Africa is just such an amazing thing that I don't think would have happened, you know, without all of this. So uh, always looking for the silver lining, but I, but I think what, what I'm trying to say here, and maybe you can talk a little bit about this is, and I like to, like to put it this way, the shift 
is hitting the fan. <laughs> so the shift in everybody's, you know, from from these dramatic turnarounds. Yes. Everybody, and it's not just because they're staying home, but because they're having to look inside themselves. Right. And not be distracted by all the activities and everything yes. else. And that takes courage. Right. Really. I mean, let's be honest. That takes a lot of courage to have the um, willingness. So I give you props for that. Um, the, but the willingness to step back and look at the muck that's coming up and decide if it's something you need to deal with or if it's something you can truly just let go without dissection. Yeah, and you've been you've been listening to Lee Harris this week. So, based on just my one example, how would how would what would you say that how would Lee frame that for other people, or how how does that relate to what other people are going through, even if it's not exactly my particular story? That makes sense. Um, the way he would put this is he's saying that connection to others. Well, and first off, before we go there, I do want to say too. Mm-hmm. When stuff is coming up for you, on a personal note, when stuff is coming up for Jim, we're so connected. I feel it. I yes, she does. feel it. And so I'm feeling all prickly and uh, what's going on here? And it kind of sets us on edge. So we've had a rough week in certain ways. Not that we're not arguing, but we're feeling the shift hitting the fan um, in the midst of all the chaos of everything else going on in our lives. And so we've been navigating the highs and lows on that ourselves, right? Well, and I think I want to give you props as, as my friend and partner because Sandy creates a very safe space for me to, to look at that and reflect. And so I'm not the type of person to cry, but I've already like cried a couple times this week. And we were joking about that. I'm not going to be alone in the 30 second commercial. Yes, that makes her cry, and I'm I'm sitting there laughing, or you know, pointing and laughing at me. I'm going to be pointing and laughing at you too. I mean, it touches my heart, but I don't cry. But I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, so the emotions are coming up in a way that. I'm not expecting, you know, I would even say in my music, um, in my concert, I felt so much emotion coming through the, 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 the way, not that I haven't in the past, but just on a different level. And so why are all these emotions coming up? So back to the way uh, Lee describes it is he's saying that the energy that's coming up is what's coming up to be healed and this is a connection to others and the empathy and the healing that is available to us this is truly a gift what we're being given right now is the time to reset revamp things that are or are not working and there will be some lasting changes from this but we get to decide some of those. Yes. Right? Um, so, you want me to move on on this? Well, before we do, um, just to kind of wrap up my little segment in a nice okay. little bow, and then yeah. we'll, we'll go on. Um, so, I, I'm really, uh, I really feel, um, not to say liberated, but I really feel like I've addressed some 
previously um, buried issues or issues that I've looked at before, but I've been able to really look at it in a different way, not only because of the connection with my friend Scott, but being able to express and, and talk with you about it and let come let it be whatever comes up to the surface. There's no right or wrong way right. to deal with this. So there right. is, you know, you don't have to do this psychologically correct and, you know, and, and it can be messy. And oh, it, I, yeah. And if you have, if you're not as lucky as I am to have a partner, but if you have a really good friend that you can just, as you called it, a barf party. Bleah. The barf party. Yeah. You know, whatever needs to, not because you're wallowing in it, but because you're, saying i need to look at this get it out it's normal right it's very normal exactly perfect um especially people who are alone right you know i think you kind of alluded to that people who are alone who don't even have a pet or you know people to reach out to that's sad don't even have a pet Sorry. Well, it's serious. You know, I mean, at least, you know, with a pet. pet. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got stuck You know, on that. that connection. Yes, yes. You're, you're absolutely right. But there's a lot of people out there who are dealing with this in different ways. Right. And so, um, yeah, connection, reaching out to people, doing what you can, and just really taking the opportunity i think is what you were saying well and it's a time of reflection and so there's a a quote that i kind of wrap this up and then i'll let sandy talk about something that she wants to share with you that i really think encapsulates what we're talking about here and it's this Mm -hmm. the hardest work you have to do is to learn to depend on your inner self because you have been taught always to look to someone else so this is an opportunity in the covid Mm -hmm. to really look within to reflect and to become a stronger independent person on an emotional level as well as taking care of our bodies physically right you know and of course all the financial worries so this is you know this crisis can be a rebirth you know phoenix is right rising up out of the ashes where we live phoenix Mm -hmm. so everyone can have their own phoenix experience even if they don't live in phoenix yes but if you do awesome even better (laughs) and rise up out of the ashes of whatever it is that you need to work through and 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 ultimately depending on yourself and and being confident with who you are because i feel like in my life i've been able to finally land on that Uh uh-huh in in a in a in a great way i i would agree and i think you're handling it beautifully i can see when you're having issues and i need to step back (laughs) scary she can see when i'm having issues yeah (laughs) but you know we're all having it and i i think that's a beautiful thing so awesome thank you um yeah so one thing i wanted to touch with regarding this is um the connection to others and grounding is very important it's not just important it's vital um to all of us and so with grounding, some of you may or may not know what I mean with that. What the heck does that mean? So it's like we were saying, just literally connecting to the earth. Um, those taking on the, a few moments. Those on the podcast, we're putting both our feet firmly flat on, on the, the ground. Floor. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Go so ahead. Um, you can stand, you can sit in a chair, wherever you're comfortable. Just 
Get your feet flat on the ground and take some deep breaths. And don't breathe like I just did. I breathe, breathe with my shoulders. It's the belly breath. Yes, right? yes. In through the nose and out through the mouth. And do three of those to just reset and clear the decks. And then just feel roots coming through your feet, just connecting through all the layers of earth to the core. And just kind of connect in that way until you can feel that beautiful connection, that heartbeat almost. And you can even put your hands out like this and just hold them down and imagine one of my teachers described it as clouds. Mm. Just feel clouds under your hands while you're connecting your feet to the you know roots of the earth in your hands. Pretty soon you start to feel that energy move. Next thing you know, that's it. The more you do this, the more you can just actually think it and you know walk in the grass and take that connection that moment of connection and a few deep breaths and you're grounded replanting pots you know plants mm -hmm. repotting talking backwards repotting your plants also anything like that that you know in the soil and the earth will also be very grounding i think that's why being taking out in bath. i'm sorry being out in nature you know taking a walk at night in the desert Huge. noticing the beautiful blossoms it's spring right now there's cactus blooming everywhere right. here in the southwest but wherever you are in the world enjoying the beauty that's there yes and, yes and 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 noticing well, it's that because so usually right we're now. just driving by and yeah. you know and on on automatic i'm sure everyone's had the experience where they commute somewhere and they don't even remember between the time they left the house and when they arrived and that is yeah. the opposite of what we're talking about. We're talking about noticing the little things. Right. Feeling your feet on the, the grass and, you know, those little smelling. I mean, we smelled more roses this last week. <laughs> yes. Than, and we've had these rose plants here. But we were oh, smell that one. It's a little bit stronger. They're heady. Yeah, yeah. They're just, it's a heady smell. We've got seven different rose bushes around the property here. And, yeah, one um, of them got me too. My, oh. My thumb. That's going to hurt for a few days. Yeah. Yeah. But, um. I finally got them trimmed, most of them, and because they've been screaming at me to take care of them for a while. But um, yeah, yeah, just you know, trimming the plants back, doing that—it's—it's it's very grounding. Um, if you again go back to Lee's videos, you can see more details about that there. Uh, I'm considering doing a starting a Facebook Live uh, once a week and just doing the sharing the grounding exercises the polarity grounding exercises that i do like 15 minutes right yeah yeah 10 15 minute probably about 15. Um, i'm not sure when that's going to start i've got to figure out um well, timing your, and your schedule right now she works yeah. every other weekend so. yeah my schedule's all over the place right now but i you know i'd like to do this and share it with you and if that's something that you'd be interested in please do let me know I think it's something that would be helpful to a lot yeah. of people. Absolutely. So. I think it's a, I know this week I've done it four or five times with you and one morning you didn't get out there. I went out there on my own. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Good I'm getting you. out there and just trying and I'm in the background. I was just like, I am not. Ha. Huh. That's, ha. Huh. Sorry. That's just Stoking a little Stoking the fire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just couldn't get out of bed that day. <laughs> 
Yeah, and that, so I, I think it's exciting, and, and we'll let you know on the Facebook page when when that happens, and yeah. you know, um, as you get your fun. business set up to Still Point Energy Healing. Yes, Still and Point so Energy Healing. This is all going to be part of it, and we're really excited to share with you. You know, you don't have to be a, a tree hugger, new age person to get the benefits <laughs> of this. Seriously, no, you know, meditation, not. deep breathing, all this is scientifically proved. Isn't it all about getting our immune systems stronger? Yes. Yes. And being calm. Yes. And that's the thing, too. That's one of the things that Lee was talking about today. Another thing you can do, you don't have to have a good voice. Um, but just even when you're having that moment of just prickly, like I talked about earlier, um, just humming bars, you know, sound healing is very grounding. And it just kind of gets you back in your body because we tend to be all out here right now and we need to be here. So, singing in the shower, right? Singing in the car. Mm-hmm. You know, the, it's that. Or even whole. just the scale, you know, yeah. just it really gets you back in and the vibration of sound is part of polarity. And unlike last week, I'm not going to ask you to sing. That's a darn good thing. <laughs> I kind of chewed on him for that one. <laughs> yeah, she did. I'm like, I did. You anyway, you guys. If you guys saw it, yeah, she she just sort of talked through the Friends episode. Yeah. Well, speaking of um, poking fun of you, let's do our weekly. Speaking of, let's go. <laughs> Sandyism. Let's you know a, a, a Sandyism um, that I wanted to introduce, and I think this is a really good one. Okay. Her Sandyism is checking yourself at the door. Oh, yeah. I like that one. And what does that mean, um, since you are the author? What does it mean to check yourself at the door? Checking yourself at the door means check your crap. Literally, um, are you being real? Are you being fair? Are you being honest with yourself? Are you being all puffed up? She's always said that to me, like, uh, excuse me. Yeah. Check yourself at the door, Jim. Yeah, bring it down. (laughs) Sim it down now. Sim it down now. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Checking myself at the door is me checking in with myself um, to make sure where I'm coming from is kind, it's necessary, it's helpful, and pertinent. Right. You know, just all those things. So that's a good one. I like that one. Yes. It just, it's something I, I practice often and I think cannot practice enough. Right, and I think if we all check ourselves at the door, we'd all be door checkers, right? No? <laughs> we'd all work at Walmart. Yes. Door greeters, door checkers. Yes. Okay, so let's do the pun. Okay. So, in light of today's conversation, let's go with grounding. Grounding. Okay, well, I don't want to step on your, you know, step on your toes here or, you know, have you... Um, Gosh, I'm drawing a blank. You know, um, we did talk about my roots, you know, uh, my ancestral roots. And, um, you know, I think we should hop to it to the next because I'm really kind of drawing a blank right now. That That is so not like you. (laughs) No, it isn't. Um, I don't let any grass grow under my feet, though. There you go. He's back. (laughs) I finally got one. She likes putting me on the spot. I so. do. I do. It's, I enjoy it. <laughs> so I want to take a moment here to uh, give you an update on Jason Taylor with the Other Side Ministries. 
He's the person that we've been talking about the last few weeks who um, has the restaurant, the food kitchen where he feeds homeless people and does retraining for um, culinary skills to help people get into the workforce. He does really great work. Um, What they're doing right now, they're still closed. So what they're doing right now is May 4th, they're doing 150 prepackaged meals that they're taking to Banner Baywood staff. In June, they're doing uh, meals for the homeless. Again, the individual prepackaged and handing them out. And then they're also working on developing a webinar for food classes to teach food classes. And uh, we just wanted to thank everybody for supporting Other Side Ministries. It's a great program, and I just can't say enough about them. So, Right, and they're in the East Valley, but they help all of the Phoenix they're area. They're all over and, the and place. The, There's no, no limits for them. However you want to give is, is really, really important, and we appreciate Jason and what they're doing in They've the community. They've helped a lot of people. So Yes. And uh, one, since we're doing commercials, my commercial is this, <laughs> and I haven't told this yet, so you're the first to hear. I've decided to do... Neighborhood concert number two, next Saturday, May 2nd, from my home, Facebook Live on Soren Pear, Jim Sorensen, and of course I'll open the window, and it'll be all different music than the first concert. So if you want to still see the first concert, go go on either of our Facebook pages and scroll down so you see uh, the guy standing there with a the microphone, <laughs> and it's an hour and nine minutes long. So this one will also be a little over an hour, probably about the same time. And I'm also going to add a couple original songs. I'm going to sing a few songs at the end. It's getting warmer, as we all know. Yes. So what time is it going to be? 6 o'clock. It'll be 6 o'clock. The sun will at least be down, but it's going to be in the 90s. So if you, if you do come to our house um, and water. sit out in the rocks, yeah, water, 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 water. Um, it's going to be pretty hot out there to be out there for an hour. But you'll yeah. definitely be able to enjoy it. I think it, the sound came through really well. And we're going to try to make sure we don't have any glitches or, or what have you on, on our feed. Yeah, it's there's only so much you can do about that one. Yeah, yeah. So that that's coming up. Right now. But in the meantime, I'm going to be playing every night, um, opening my window for my Tatum Highland neighbors, mm-hmm. and it's been uh, so yeah. fun. Yeah, I'm just you know I've even started playing familiar songs like I think I did Chariots of Fire yesterday and, and Cheers. Cheers, where everybody knows your name. Yeah. So it, it's just a lot of fun. And that's and one way to get me singing. Yeah. <laughs> that and commercials. Yeah. Commercial girl. So we want to thank everybody for being part of episode six. Yes. And we want to remind you again to please subscribe to Soren Pair on YouTube thank or you. follow us on the um, podcast um, platforms that we mentioned iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, Podchaser, um, Google Podcasts, so you can find us under Why Not Together. You'll see the picture of our shadow selves kissing. Um, Soren Pair, you can always find us. But we appreciate and thank you. Um, We hope you enjoyed this episode and stay well, stay safe, and we will catch you next week. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. And stay grounded. And stay grounded. on the floor. Bye now, everyone. Thank you.